Thank you, Lord. We'll just start calling this Vision Sunday Weekend. Huh? Because we get people in that come in just for Vision Sunday, right? I don't know if some of you are already here, but it's going to be a good Sunday. It's going to, right? How many are excited? Huh? How many, how many believe in vision, in the Vision Sunday? Well, you know, I, I remember the first one we had, and I thought, huh, never heard of this. And I don't get me wrong, I didn't question it because I was hooked. You know, I'm like, well, man, let's see how this works out, right? But, you know, I was listening to Brother Moore, was it last weekend, where he's talking about when the first time God told him to write down everything uh, that if, they, if cost wasn't an issue, and he said it was pitiful. Ours was pitiful. Ours was pitiful. But you know, one of the reasons, and we're going to talk about it tonight, you can start in Proverbs 29, I think, verse 18, is because our vision wasn't big enough of God. Right? Yet the vision of God, your, our vision of God's goodness, it can, it, you can't be at a level, of, I, I, you can't say, oh, I understand and I have full vision of God's goodness. No, because His goodness is infinite. And His goodness is gooder than what you thought His goodness was before it got gooder. <laughs> Amen? Because it's, he, is, he is good. And, and, and you know, those, those are the things, those are the foundations of your vision. Right? The, the foundation of our vision of God is His love for us and His goodness towards us. And that's the foundation that we should hold on to through everything. Through everything that you're going to go through in your life, through everything you're going for, through all the ups, through all the downs, God's good. Amen? God loves us, and that vision should never change. And if that vision never changes, you have a foundation to grow your vision of His goodness. Amen? Because His goodness is, is so much more than, than, like I said, that first year, I think we put, I don't remember, four or five things down, and we thought, man, well, we don't know how that could ever happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, you know, it, we didn't get it all that year. All five things didn't come to pass. But you know what? We got our vision grew. Yep. Our vision grew through the year. And through the years, it's grown and grown and grown. And, and God's done some amazing things. But, but what I think I'm most thankful of is the foundation that I received that God's a good God. Because, because without that vision, there is no vision list. Right? Because if He's not a good God, you, you don't give. You, you're not, you know, one of the neatest things that we, that we were looking at our vision list not long ago, and one of the neatest things this year is we got to give the biggest gift we'd ever given, one-time gift. And, and of course, we're going to carry, we're going to raise that and carry it on over. Because that, to me, it shows that my vision has increased. Amen? And, and to me, that, you know, the, the, the order of the questions is perfect. Amen? Uh, because the first thing we want to know is how much do you want to give? How, what do you want to give into the kingdom of God? You know, and that doesn't just have to be money. You know, we've got some things on there that are time and, and people-oriented. Um, and and the, that's vision. Right? And so, you know, we want to we want to grow our we, the, the the actually the title of tonight's message is where there is vision. Proverbs 29:18 says where there is no vision 
right? Where there's no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. So if you look at what these words really mean, it says where there is no vision. So where there is no sight or revelation of God. No revelation of God. Where there's no revelation of God and His goodness and His love and His mercy and His wonderfulness and, and His correction and His, and his fatherness, fatherness, there we go, His fatherness. And because these are, the, these are the characteristics of God that you want to get a vision of. The, the, the no revelation of His Word, the, the Word points to God. It paints a picture from Genesis to Revelation. It paints a perfect picture of God. Amen? And if you have a foundation of God's love and of God's goodness, then you won't get off in reading it because you'll read it with the right vision of God. If you read the Bible with the wrong vision of God, you'll get more wrong vision. Right? Um, Sadly enough, I was flipping through channels the other night, and I I was flipping through the church channels. I don't know what you call them, church channels, but they're, they're like right in a row on my TV, and I flipped through a couple of them. There, you know, I got the 366, and that's Brother Copeland's channel. I got some good stuff there. Went on to buy it, and I won't say what channel. But there's a guy that took his whole 30 minutes to talk division about the church. And, and, and it kind of made me sad, you know, because he was talking about his brothers and sisters like, he, like they weren't his brothers and sisters. And, and that's, not a, that's not a good vision of God is what it's not a good vision of. God loves every child in his kingdom, whether they're messed up or whether they got a whole bunch right. If they have a whole bunch right, they still don't have it all right. And and if they've messed up or if they believe some squirrely things, right? If you and me believe some squirrely things, he still loves us. He's still working as a father to get us to the same place that all the children are trying to get. My mom said one time, she said, I had four kids and I raised them all differently to get to the exact same place. <laughs> Why? Because they're four totally different kids. Yeah. What, what, what motivated one pushed the other back. I, I remember my brother, my older brother, is a great guy, and, but he would argue and fight with them and come in late. And man, I, when I saw that, I said, I'm not doing that. So I never came in late. I actually would come home early. I'd go out and do all, all sorts of stupid things and then come home early. <laughs> right? And, but I didn't argue. <laughs> but, but our Father knows, knows our hearts. And He knows what will motivate you. He knows, he, he knows what, what, what time to, to encourage you or what will encourage you. Um, he, he knows us better than we know ourselves. And that's the vision, the first vision we've got to get before your vision list will ever be complete is how good your Father is, how much He loves you, how great He is towards you. It's the vision that that keeps us going. That's the very vision that keeps you from fainting. People that believe that God is good will not quit. No matter what's going on in their life, no matter what's happening, if they truly believe and are grounded in the truth and they've got a vision of, of 
Acts 10.38, that Jesus was anointed and he went about doing good. And, and Psalm 19, where it says God's good and he does good. And there's no wiggle room in there. Amen? And, and when we grab hold of that foundation, and, it, and then that's what I'm saying. You know, it's like, it's like the Bible is painting a picture of God. And the canvas is love. And, and, the, and the base coat is goodness. And in every color that you put on there, everything that you put on there, it, it has to start with, you, know, you guys remember Bob Ross? Anybody ever watch? I love Bob Ross. I, I, every time he comes on, I tell, I tell Kim, I'm like, he's still here. She's like, no, he passed away. He's in heaven. I'm like, no, he's still here. I'm watching him right now. But, but you ever notice he's got a base color. He starts with, and then he says, let's add a little of this. And with God, you would have that base color of good. And he said, let's, let's add a little healing. And let, let's make a happy little tree over here. Let's, yeah, huh? That's what Bob would do. Huh? Because why? Because he's painting a picture. He's giving you a vision. And he's slowly, the vision that he's got in his mind is now going onto this canvas. And, and the Word of God gives us a vision of who he is. And, 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 and our lives are the canvas that the picture comes out on. Because His goodness shows through us. His goodness shows through His children. And, and, and He'll add to us all kinds of things on top of His goodness, on top of His love, on top of His wonderful. He will add to us. And, and, he, and, and, and our lives will be a picture of His mercy and His grace. And, and our lives will be the exact picture of, a re, of the revelation we have of Him. Amen? Your life and my life right now is a picture of our revelation of Him. So if your life isn't going exactly how you want, don't look at the person next to you. Go and get more revelation of His goodness. How much He wants you to succeed. How good He is. How much He paid the price. You know, Brother Moore got talking to me the other day, and I got excited because he started talking about where we get our value. We get our value from what God paid for us. Amen? And, 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 and that's what you've got to get a revelation of how much He loves you. He gave this for you, the greatest price ever paid. And, and that should give you not only a great vision of Him, but a great vision of yourself. Why? Because you're valuable. You are valuable. Amen? Where there's no vision, people perish. Where there's vision, where there's sight, revelation of God. People are not perishing. Amen? In Faith Life Church, there's no perishing happening. We're, we're gaining more and more vision of who He is, of, of who He is to us. Of, we're, we're still painting the picture. Our canvas just gets bigger and broader, and, and we, we add more to it all the time. We, and, you know, that's kind of like Bob Ross. You know, if you notice, you think, well, he's got to be done. That picture's full. And he's like, no, let's put another little happy little tree over here and look at this smiling little mountainside. And, and he'll throw something else up. God, God's not through with your picture. He'll just start adding more to it. Amen? He's a good God. And, and, and we're not perishing. We're not the people that are being... And, and that word, I liked it. In, in the Young's Literal last week, we were looking at his brother Moore. It says, it, says, it calls it naked. If, if, you're, if you have no vision, you, the Young's Literal, which is literal Hebrew, I guess, and that, I don't know. But it says naked, uncovered, 
exposed. If you're, if you're perishing, you're uncovered and you're exposed, what? To the enemy. But if you're not perishing, you're not exposed. You're, you're not uncovered. You are covered by the goodness of God. You are, you are unexposed because God's got you surrounded. Nobody's coming near you. Nothing's getting to you. He's on your side. Amen. And this, this is what we're doing. We're, we're not perishing. We're prospering. Amen. We're coming up. No, we're not going down. If, if your vision list, if you need to add to it tonight, guess what? You still can. Right? Because God, you may, you may look at this and say, you know, I got it on my heart. I want to give bigger than that. You know, I know a couple of years ago I said, Kim, I want to give this for a one-time gift. And she looked at me like I was nuts. <clears throat> it's still going to go on there because I want to do it. She wants to do it too. It's fun to give. It's also fun. It's also fun to pay off debts. Right. Amen. That's why. That's why you get a vision of what you owe, so you can watch it go away. Right. If you have a vision of it and you know it was yours, you can wave as it goes bye bye. <laughs> Say, "We'll see you later. See you later, mortgage. Bye bye, car payment. Huh? Right. Bye bye, credit card debt. See you later." Right, but you knew how much you owed, so you, so you started on what you got a vision of the of the of the goodness of God and how He wanted you to be debt free, Amen. And then the vision of what you would do or have if it, if cost wasn't an issue. Glory to God. That's where you find out where your vision of God is, Amen. You, you'll find out how good do you think He is, and, and you know, and and I know years ago we would look at the stuff like that and we're like, wow, is this too extravagant? Extravagance is a word that is used for God. You know, you know, you can't be extravagant, right, compared to God. I mean, you ever heard Brother Moore talk about just the temple that they built? That after they built it, do you think God said, you, you guys wasted a lot of money on that. It really didn't need to be that nice. No, God likes nice stuff. And he's not opposed to his children. I got a girl, and I'll guarantee you, I'm not opposed to her having the greatest stuff ever. Amen? And her vision of me thinks it'll do it a lot of times. Now I'm working on her vision, more vision of God. She's old enough. God's your vision. Amen? But, but we, we've got to get a hold of this, and we, we're not the perishing we're the ones that are keeping his word, right? That's what he that keepeth the law, happy is he. That Now that's the word, right? He that keeps the word. And it doesn't just mean does the word. The word keep doesn't even mean does. The word keep means to protect and guard, right? It means, it means to hold fast to, right? Because if you hold fast to it, you'll do it, right? If you guard it, because why would you guard it? Because... Your vision of it is big. Its importance in your life is major. You know, when we get a hold of the, of the truth that God's Word is everything, amen, it, it, that God's Word is what paints the picture of Him. It's what gives you an image of who He is. That's why when people read it wrong, you know, you talk to people and they say, well, the minute you get a question like, why'd God do this? Then you know they're reading from the wrong perspective, Right? Now, why did God let all those people die? Why did, why did, you know, you're reading it from the wrong perspective. You're reading it from a human perspective. You need to be reading it from God's perspective, right? 
Because first of all, you don't know what happened. You weren't there. And you know, one thing I learned a long time ago, my understanding is not necessary for me to be in faith. (laughs) I don't have to understand what God's... But if I'll be in faith, I will understand. Every time I've gotten in faith, I say, God, I know you're good. Show me what you're talking about here. He shows me just like that. Why? Because I'm looking at his word from the vision of his goodness. Amen? My foundation is God is love. God is good. Right? Well, what's the word say in Psalm 34? It says, taste and see. What's he saying? Taste and get a vision. Taste and get a vision of how good I am. Now, just, just have a little taste and, 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 you know, and just get your vision up. And, that, and that's what he would say to Taste and see how good I am. Don't, don't, you know what? If you, you don't trust me, taste and see, and you'll see how much you can trust me. And, you know, that's kind of what we were doing when we brought that first vision list, right? Man, maybe this and this. And we're tasting, right? We're not getting spoonfuls. We're taking a little taste, right? Now we're taking spoonfuls. Well, we think we are anyway, and they're probably still a little taste, but, but we're coming up. Why? Because God's good. We're, we're seeing how good he is. And our vision is coming up. And, and as our vision comes up, then, then we, go, we go higher in Him. Amen? Look at Matthew 5. Thank you, Lord. I was looking at 1 John right before I walked out of here, 1 John 1. And he, and he talks about we're, we're declaring unto you what we heard and see. What's he literally saying? He's saying we're giving you the vision. We're going to paint a picture of what we saw while Jesus was here. Right? We're gonna, we know that this vision needs to be passed along, so we're getting ready to, by the word, by the written word, paint you a picture. And if you read First John, that's all he talks about. It's God is love, God is good, God forgives, God, 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 God wants you, you know, he, he wants you to obey because, because then he can bless you. you know, everything in there is good. You know, the one thing John knew was the God of love. The God is love. And, and you know, anybody that ever asked me, what should they read first? They read the book of John and then read 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. Then read the Bible. Right? Because and without a revelation and a vision of God's love, right, you'll get your human head involved and you'll say, why was God so mean to Job? <laughs> right? Well, you got no revelation of God at that point. Right? You got a revelation of Job because you're human. Right? <laughs> Everybody's got a revelation of Job, right? I bet you there. I bet you 99.9% in here could say, say, have said, "I'm just like old Job at one time or another," or thought they were. Yeah, if we are, then we don't have to spend very much time in trouble, and we get double what we had, right? Job came out all right. Where did I say go? Matthew 5:8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You know, a lot of people look at that and say, I mean, yeah, they'll go to heaven. So, no, they'll see who God is. They'll see the heart of God. They'll, they'll see the characteristics of God. They'll see the fatherness of God. I'm going to keep using that word because he is such a father. I mean, and, and that's why the devil has spent so much time in this world trying to get rid of a good vision of father, right? Because the, the vision of this, the, the world's vision of a father is a deadbeat, might be there, might not be. Right, stupid, right, can't tie his own shoes, sits and watch TV, 
right? Or literally just not a good person, not involved in my life. Well, that's not our God. He's a good father who is involved in your life. Even when you're not letting him be involved, he's still standing over you trying to do anything he can through his mercy. Amen? Because he's a good God. He's a good God that's doing good things, and and he's giving good gifts. Amen? And and, and the pure in heart, the ones that want to see it, the the, the people that want to see God for who he is. I remember uh, years ago, Brother Moore prayed that prayer for the first, probably not the first time, but the first time we prayed it in prayer, that help us to see you, help us to see God, and help us to see what's not God. And what, what you're getting there is a vision of God. You're asking God to show you himself as he manifests himself. You're getting a vision of who he is. And, and that vision isn't just a picture. That vision is truth. And that vision is real because he's living and active and he's in our lives. Amen? And, and as, as we believe God for more and more of that, that he continues to show us himself and, and also show us what's not him. Right? Because sometimes when, when, when people are painting that picture, they start throwing things in that aren't him, right? Like hurt you to teach you something. Let me add a little hurt you to teach you something to goodness. They, they won't mix. You got like oil and water there. I can't even get those two paints to mix. Why? Because they don't exist together. It, it, that, that's a religious lie that they've tried to mix together to paint onto a canvas that, that, that's not going to even resemble God after you put it up there. The minute you add darkness to his light, remember what it said in 1 John? Here's the first truth 1 John says. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. The very first truth in 1 John. God is light, no darkness. So if you're painting the picture of light, and all of a sudden you say, let's add a little darkness over here in this sad little tree. No, there's no sad little trees in God's picture. Amen? There's no darkness. There's light and only light and good and only good. And our vision of who he is, has, it can increase. Tonight it can increase. The next year, how many people has vision has increased of God? Right? Just this year. Amen? And, and things that were on your vision list to give, to, to pay off, to, to receive. How many how many's gotten some of that stuff? But what, the, the reason you do is because your vision of God's good. You, you started with the right vision to write your vision. Amen? Glory to God. Where did I say to go? Proverbs 4. We spent a lot of time in Proverbs 4 the last several Friday nights, haven't we? 4 verse 20. It says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto thy saying. Let them not depart from your eyes. What's he saying? I want you to hear them. I want you to see them. That, that's how we get vision right there. You hear and you see. That's how you get vision. You, you hear about God and, and you see the vision of, that you heard. When you hear God's good, you've got, you got, you got to let your vision go and see how good he is. Amen. It's not. It's not enough. You could hear he's good, and he say, "Yeah, he'll he'll take care of you if you're really, really, really in trouble." No, he he's a lot better than that, right? 
He'll take care of you if you're not in trouble at all. He'll just do things for you just because. He's a just because God. Right? Just because He loves you, He'll do it. Amen? And what, you know, what He needs the most is your cooperation. The, the, the least thing He probably gets and the most thing He needs is our cooperation to bless us. Because if we're cooperating with Him, man, He will bless your socks off. If, you, if we'll just cooperate and just, just let him do what he does, he, w- he will bless you until you don't know what to do. It says, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. How do you get the vision in your heart? Through your ears and through your eyes. The vis- your vision of God, you got by li- either reading the Bible, listening to somebody preach. You got it whether you listen to the wrong person or the right person's up to you. Right? It, you know, and there's lots of things I hear, and I'm like, that's not God. Why, why do I say that? Because I know he's good. Yeah. Right? If somebody says he's bad, I don't have to sit and argue with him. Yeah. Right? Why? Because the Scripture says he's good. Yeah. Right? right? <laughs> when somebody says he doesn't heal all the time, like, he already healed all the time. Right. You're too late. Yeah. He healed all the time. For all time, he healed in 1 Peter 2.24. For all time. He just went ahead and covered it from end to beginning and, and, and said, okay, it's all covered now. So, you know, you, you can't say these things and, and back them up with word. You back them up with, with bad experience, right? Not faith experience, bad experience. Or we can just get in faith and say, you know, I don't know what happened there, but I know God's good. I don't understand everything, but I know God's good. You know, something that the 12 said in John 6 um, when Jesus was talking about eat my flesh and drink my blood and everybody left, right? It said they left and they followed him no more. That that tells you what they really believed about him, right? But there were 12 and he said, you're going to leave too? And they said, where would we go? You have the words of life. In other words, they had gotten a vision of who he was, and then they said who he was. They said, and we believe you're the Christ. Amen? That's a vision. They got that vision. They didn't get that vision just by watching him heal people, and, and they got that vision by being around him, listening to his word, and, and that's, that's how you get a vision of God now. You look at Jesus. You want to get a vision of God? Look at Jesus. That's who, that's who God is. It's, what's it say? First... Uh, Hebrews Hebrews uh, 1 verse 3 perfect vision of God it says who being the brightness of his glory and the express image image means vision right the express image of of his person in other words if Jesus did it that's what God did because Jesus didn't do anything that God didn't tell him to do right and so he was the express image on, of God on the earth. Everything he did, and then it told, well, we, we've already used the verse once, it told us what he did. He went about doing good, yeah. right? Jesus didn't do anything bad while he was here. He went about and he did good, and he healed all that were oppressed of the devil. And, and, and he's an exact image of God. So God goes about doing good, and healing all those that are oppressed of the devil. Why? Because the Father's not like the Son. The Son's like the Father. Amen? Amen? Amen. And, and the Father and the Son 
are one. You cannot, you can't pull them apart. Why? Because they're not seem together. They are together. There's no place where you can reach in and say, well, let me tear that part, seam apart and pull Jesus over here and God over here. Because you've got people that want to do that today, right? They don't say, well, Jesus, man, he's, he's good and he saved me. And, man, I thank God for Jesus. But, man, you look at God. He, he's a wrathful God, mean God. Sometimes he'll heal you, sometimes he won't. No. Jesus is an exact image of the Father. Amen. And he went about doing good. And, and our vision of God should come from reading about Jesus. It shouldn't come from books from somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about. Right? It should come from Jesus. If Jesus did it, that's God's will. If he healed them all then, how many do you reckon he wants healed now? Right? He, he doesn't change. There's no shadow of turning in him. Amen? He's a good God, and He's doing good things. Amen? Glory to God. He's, he's the, he is the express image of, the, of His person upholding all things by the word of His power. Glory to God. That's, that's a good vision of God. Amen? Now look at, he, now, now look at Psalm 27. It's my, my, this is... I'm just going to say it. It's my favorite verse. I like lots of verses in the Bible, but Psalm 27, 13 is my favorite verse. It is by far. Um, you know, when God showed his fatherness to me, he showed it in Psalm 27, 13. Because the first thing I saw when I was seven was I believed God and I received salvation. The next time that I had any revelation of this, of this verse at all again was when we were believing for a child. And when we were believing for a child, I found, I found this verse. And, and I actually found it in the NIV, but it says the same thing. It says, unless I had believed, it says, I'm still confident of this. I will see. I will see. And the reason I could always say that is because I was brought up to believe that God's good. There's, there's no darkness in him. I was brought up to believe, and I'm glad I was brought up to believe it because I finally believed it for myself. You can be brought up to believe anything, but until you believe it for yourself, it's just not truth yet. But there came a day where I believed for myself that God was good, but I had been brought up to know that God was good. You'd go to my mom and say, Mom, we were reading this, and I just don't see how God could. And, and she goes, well, and she'd, she'd look at it, and she'd, and she'd say, well, now you're not seeing this, and you're not seeing this. And remember this, son. i go, what's that, Mom? She goes, God's good. And then she'd walk away. Why? Because that's the end of the story. Right? You don't need a big, long explanation if God's good. He'll show you the rest. That, that's the things you've got to settle. And I know I say this a lot, but it's what we have to settle. It's what keeps you from fainting. Put it back up in the King James. In the King James, it says, I had fainted. Why would he have fainted? Unless I had believed to see. Not just believe, but believed to see. Believed to see the goodness. Well, he had a vision of God's goodness, and he said, I'm believing to see what I have a vision of. Amen? And I'm not going to see it in heaven. I'm going to see it here in the land of the living. Amen? And we, I, I got, in fact, as I've got a picture from when Ramsey was 
what, not even one, maybe one. She's young. And on the back of that picture, I've got Psalm 27, 13. Why? Because I got a vision of God that day. I didn't just get a vision of God's goodness. I got a vision of the Father. And he placed in me the Father, the, the fatherness. And he said, this is what a father's like. And he said, he said, how you feel about that little baby, I feel about you and more so. And, and he placed in me a different heart that day. And that verse became bigger. Why? Because my vision of God changed, right? My vision of God, I always thought he was good, but now he's gooder, right? What, what, was, what, what I believed to see was good, and, and, and I knew the vision was good, and I knew to believe, and, and Kim used to sit in the room that Ramsey was going to, before we even knew there was a Ramsey, and by vision, decorate the room. By vision, right? Because we already had, in our heart, received the vision of the child. And so as we received that vision, we received a greater vision of God. Because why? Because he became even gooder to us than he was before. Not because what he did, it was what he did in us through the, through the experience. He showed us his goodness. We believe to see what we knew God was, the vision, we, the vision we'd pictured in our head. So if you've got any other vision of, in your head that he's then love and good, right, then you can't receive from him. Why? Because that's the only place he is, right? If he corrects you, it's love, right? If he grabs you by the back and nap of your neck and pulls you back, it's love, if he yells at you, it's love, right? Like, not like when you let yell at your kids and say, you, they don't, you don't love me. That's why you yelled at them sometimes. Sometimes you yelled at them because you were afraid. That's all I'm going to say about that. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 27, 13. I had fainted unless I had believed to see Unless I had believed to see the vision of goodness that I had for the Lord. He had to have a vision of goodness or he wouldn't have had anything to believe to see. That's right? right? Yeah. He, he wouldn't, you know, amen? That's what I'm saying about our vision list. We can write everything we want to, but unless we believe God's good, it's just a list. But it's a vision list when you believe God's good. Amen? Amen? You'll give more than you've ever given. Your debts will be wiped away, and you'll have things just because. Amen? Just because what, Dave? Because he's good and because he loves you. And these are the things that he wants to do for us. And as we reach out for him and as we seek him and as we find him, you know, that's what, if you go back to Proverbs 4, it says, it says, don't let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For why? Because they're life to those who what? Find them. That means you kept looking. Right? You kept looking. If, if you didn't get it the first time, you kept looking. Why? Because his words are life. They're life and health. He's good. If you believe the scripture, you'll keep looking until you get it. You can't look for somebody else. But you can look for yourself. And people who believe that God's good don't faint. 
right? Believing to see the goodness of the Father is faint proof. If you truly believe in the vision of your Father, you will not faint. You'll keep it on your vision list until it happens. Not you, You won't 15 years later say, you know, I've had that on there forever. I guess that's just not God's will. That's called painting, right? Amen. Amen. God was good when you put it on there. He's good when it's He's good 15 years later. He should be gooder than He was 15 years before. He's not. He's not personally gooder to you. He should be gooder in our lives. As we got as as Ramsey was one of the things that brought us back to that verse, and and in that verse we, we found the goodness of God. And in that verse, we kept looking, and, and that, that verse has never stopped with me. If I, if I have any sign of sickness in my body or symptoms in my body, I go to that verse. I'll see the goodness of God. What is the goodness? The goodness of God's the healing of God. The goodness of God's the mercy of God. The goodness of God's the grace of God. The goodness of God is everything, every characteristic of the Father. And every characteristic He has is born out of that love and out of that goodness. And, and it's born towards us. And that's got to be our vision. And you say, Dave, why do you talk about this so much? Because that's how you get vision. By hearing me and others talk about how good he is and, and how he desires good things for you. Why? Because the devil's going to bombard you. You know, he wants to take your picture and mess it up. And so he'll bar- bombard you with, with he'll, he'll say, well, I wonder why this happened. Questions. Questioning God's goodness. The minute you question God's goodness, know that is not God. God's not going to have you question His goodness. Right? (laughs) That's confusion in every evil work. Don't be confused. Right? What is it? Psalm 119, 68? Is that what it is? See See if that's it. Thou art good, and you do good. Let's settle it. Let's settle it. And then when the devil says, yeah, but what about... He said, he's good, and he does good. And then somebody, some well-meaning person says, yeah, but what about... He's good, and he does good. And then say, and then if you don't... Then if you, you can say, well, and I don't even understand what I said, but Lord, teach me what I just said. Right? He'll, he'll show you how good he is. Time after time after time, I remember in Bible studies, people, they used to try to trick me into saying something, and I'm sure I said things I shouldn't have, but they'd bring these things. They'd say, what about this? What about this? And, and I'd say, you know, I know God's good. And I'd say, let me go look at it. And he'd show me. The minute I started reading from that foundation that God's good, from that vision, I got an answer every time. And it was an answer from the Word. It wasn't a Dave answer because Dave couldn't answer it. It was a God answer. And he had all the answers. And you know, he'd say, well, what, what about this? And what about, and what about Job? And what about the thorn? And, you know, God's good. God's good. Don't waste your time on all that. If you want an answer, ask God. Say, God, I know you're good. Show me this. Right? From that standpoint, he can show you anything. But if you're, at, if you're saying, God, I don't know if you're good according to this. You know, you told Paul after he asked you three times to take it away from him, you said, tough. 
I can't believe you just said tough to Paul. It was Paul. Look at all the good things he did for you. <laughs> Not by works, first of all. Right? But God didn't say tough. Yeah. He didn't say tough. He said, you got everything in you you need to overcome this. I don't have to do anything. My grace in you is already sufficient. Right, that's right. No matter what you're dealing with, no matter condemnation, healing situations, whatever you're dealing with, and, and I could say that any problem that you brought to me tonight, I could say his grace is sufficient. Right? If it's sufficient to save you, it's sufficient to do everything else because in that word is everything else. Amen? Amen. His grace is sufficient. But, but people, they, they want to they paint that onto the picture as though it's part of God's DNA that maybe he's not as good as you think he is. You know, he'll, he'll make you go through some stuff. You may learn some stuff by going through some stuff, but you better be thankful God's there yeah. or you wouldn't learn anything. But God didn't put you through it, right? God, God would have put you over it. And if God puts you through it, you wouldn't even notice it in the first place. You just walk through it. Be like what Isaiah, walk through the fire, don't even burn you. Go through the flood, doesn't overtake you. Right? You don't notice floods that don't overtake you. You rarely even call those floods. You usually call those puddles. Right? Fires that don't burn you, what do you call those? Warm. Right? Yeah. If we trust God, we can get through a lot of things. You know, interesting thing, if you look at the people that actually knew God, knew his character, knew who he was, knew what he would do, Jonah. Jonah is such a good picture of somebody that had a vision of the Father. Because right after, that's what, first of all, the, his vision of God is why he didn't go to Tarshish. Tar, Tarshish? Tarshishish. That's why he didn't go. And it's why he got mad after he went. Right? Why? Because he had a good vision of God. He, he knew he was good. He said, I knew you're good. He said, I knew that, that you would for, you're, you're gracious and you forgive. And, and I knew that you would forgive him. And, I, and what's, what's he saying? I knew you. I have a perfect vision of you. I knew what would happen when I did this. And he got mad about it. But he knew God. He knew how good God was. He had a perfect vision of God. He just had a messed up heart somewhere. Needed to tweak himself a little bit. Right? We do that sometimes. People say, God, I don't know why you were so good to them. You never do that for me. It's the same thing. You knew he was good because he just did it for them but then you ask why he didn't do it for you. you, you, you in the same sentence, you, you nullified your belief in his goodness. Amen? Now, Jonah, Jonah knew God. Jonah knew God. Glory to God. How many got a vision list for this week? Hmm? And it's not just full of things that you want. It's full of things you want to give. Right? Isn't that, don't you have fun with that one? But have more fun with that one because God's good enough to give you gooder, gooder things to give. Amen? Oh, he, you know what? Some of the things he's been doing in mine and Kim's life this past couple of years is bringing us up to a new level of giving. And it has been so, so fun. So, uh, I don't know a word for it. Not to speak in tongues. Amen? 
and, and it's been so good, and, and, we, and we've enjoyed it because we've gotten to bless people um, that we wouldn't normally have even gotten to bless, but got to bless them with things that we've, we just things that we've wanted to do, things that were on our heart. And, and you can't want to give too much and not be like the Father, right? <laughs> right? So, so you can't get outlandish with your first, for, first note, right? You, you can't get outlandish with it. You say, and don't get beyond your faith. Don't get out there. You know, that's one of the reasons Kim looked at me funny. She thought, there's your faith there? And when I wrote it, she probably was right. It wasn't. It is now. It's next. Amen? So don't, don't get out beyond your faith. But get your faith up. Amen? Encourage, encourage your vision. And encourage it by knowing how good your God is. That's the best way to encourage your vision. Because you, you, you can't give too much. And he'd say, oh, no, sorry, son, that's too much. No, you got to give her God. Amen? Give her Father, and, and he's going to encourage you to give. And if you say, Lord, I really, really have it on my heart that I want to give this much, he'll say, go, son. Go, son. You can do that. Amen? And, and you'll do it. Amen? And, and, and then you, you got these things holding you back. you got these debts and things. But you know your debts. You know how you got them. And you know you got a good father. Amen? And, and so, so you're writing them down and you're keeping track. And because you're keeping track, every year you're keeping track of how bad they're going down, how quickly they're going away. Right? There was a couple of years where we added some. <laughs> I didn't say I was always smart. I'm pretty. I'm not always smart. <laughs> right? Pretty ain't always smart. Always pretty, most of the time smart, getting smarter. But in the past several years, how many people have watched their debts go down? Huh? Watch the things they owed go away. Even 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 your house. You know, those are. I remember when they said put your house on. I'm like, Do they know how much a house costs. <laughs> yeah. You know? Of course, that's where my faith was. Right? I had payment faith. You know, I remember when we used to, we, we always liked nice cars, and I got up to where I could have payment faith so I could have a nice car. Yeah. And, and you know what? I always had money for my payment. But that's not the best. That's settling, right? And eventually we got to pay off faith, and we paid them off. And, we'd ride, and then we had cars that had no bills on them, and that was really cool. Right? They, they drove good. Paid fours really drive good. And, but but we, w- we, d- we, we still had to have faith for better. Yeah. Amen? You, you don't ever want to settle. You know, paid for is good. But you want to go beyond paid for and get paid for better car, better vehicles, better home, better whatever. Why? Well, your faith can't be stagnant in any place. Right, you're always growing somewhere, and so so you got to believe for better. And so we started putting things on our list that were bigger, that were better. Why? Because we'd have fainted unless we believe to see the vision of the goodness of God in this land of the living. Glory to God. Glory to God. And this past Greater Faith Conference, during that Greater Faith Conference. You got those pictures I gave you? Somebody sewed to us that vehicle right there. Glory to God. 
Thank you, Lord. That, that was on our vision list. We, we did not, we had driven one of these years ago. Year, and when I say years, I'm talking about seven, eight, ten years ago because you can't drive them here because there's no place that sells them. But, but we always liked Land Rovers, Range Rovers. And we went to Florida when I was working down there quite a bit, and Kim came down, and Brother Moore said, your, your leaders are good vision builders, by the way. Yeah. Amen? If your leader says, hey, you ought to go try that, don't say, no, we don't need to try that. He said, you ought to go over there and try and drive one of those. And we did. We did, and we liked it. We liked it, and then we looked at the price, and we're like, whoo, wow, whoo. I'll have to say, we're not supposed to get sticker shock. We got sticker shock. We, we weren't there yet. Amen? But glory to God. We drove it, and then we put it on our vision list later and forgot when. We didn't even remember when we put it on. And uh, the vision became a fixture. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And we like it. We like it a lot. Kim's going to drive it one of these days. I haven't got her to drive it yet, and it's actually her car. <laughs> I won't say it's her. It's our car, but it's the one she would drive. And so she's got to drive it. But uh, so thankful that God is good. And, and, and he's good because he'll heal you. He's good because he loves you. He's good because he'll give you to give. He's good because that's who he is. And if we get that vision of who he is, then, then we have a foundation to make a list with, you know, that's, that's, that's nothing to God, but yet it is because he gave it to his child. Amen? So it's a huge, it's a huge gift. But I'm just saying you could go further than that because there's no limits with God. But, but, but anything that we can get a vision of his goodness of, we can put on our, then we can get on our vision list. Is he good enough to pay your bills off? Yes. Is he good enough to pay your mortgage off? Yes. Is, is he good enough to give you the money to give the biggest gift you've ever given? And I'm not saying to this church. I'm saying wherever God says to give it. He may say, I want you to send this across the ocean to this ministry, this little bitty ministry in the middle of nowhere. You're supposed to send the biggest gift you ever gave to there. Amen? Can he do that? And that's what you've got to decide. Is he good enough? Because when he's not good enough, when, when our vision shrinks, and you know, you look at that in uh, Hebrews where it says the just shall live by faith, but if any should shrink back. Well, what are they saying? If, if, you, if, you, if you don't see him as big as he is, if you shrink back from believing in the goodness of God, in the mercy of God, in the grace of God, in the love of God, in the wonderfulness of God, if you shrink back from that, he'll have no pleasure in you. Why? Because he can't do what he wants to do with you, through you, and for you. Amen? His greatest glory is what he does with you, through you, and for you. Amen? He loves working with his children. He loves working in his children. He loves working through his children. Glory to God. He's a good God. 
And as you're painting your picture, as you're allowing this word to, to, to paint on this canvas of love with, with the paint of goodness and you're adding other things in, here's my healing, here's my wonderful, here's my extravagant, here, here's my God. And I begin painting that picture. The vision I get on that, on that piece of paper, whatever it is, that's the vision that was in your heart. If you want to up that vision, get in the Word of God. Right? It is a perfect picture of your Father. It's a perfect picture of the God who loves you. It's a perfect picture. It's a vision of love. And, and if you'll get that vision, your vision list will grow. Why? Because you can't outgood him. Right? You can't outgood him. The, the minute you write down, you're like, wow, that's good, but it still ain't as good as God. And you write something else down, you're like, that's good. But man, I know I gave this much, but I want to give more. I want to do more. I want to, I want to go further. And then you look at your debt list and you say, well, God, I know you're so good, you'll get rid of that just so I can do more up here. Right? And man, he changes us from grace to grace, from glory to glory. And you would have fainted had you not believed to see the goodness of God in the land of living. Stand to your feet. Glory to God. Glory to God. Man, he's a good God. He helped us tonight. He, I'm more excited about Vision Sunday than I already was, and I was already excited. Right? If you're not excited, you need to get back on your vision of God so you can get your vision list updated. Amen? And, and that's one thing, you, one reason we do update our vision list, because your vision of God should grow. I mean, look at the messages that we've been hearing uh, for the last years and years. If our vision didn't grow, we're, we're not listening good, right? Because what, we, what we're hearing should make our seeing so much bigger. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. You got a song?